The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignano. Before we get started, Chris, I want to thank our brand new sponsor, folks, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. They got a huge selection of spirits, including 21 beers on taps many of which are from microbreweries in South Jersey. They have 18 TV screens, the NFL Sunday ticket, so you can watch your favorite team, hopefully the Giants, while scarfing down some of the delicious appetizers on their menu. Cape May salts, Delaware Bay oysters, great selection of appetizers, mahi-mahi tacos, my favorite, the uh, Mardi Gras shrimp, and then dinner options like the roast beef supreme, baked grouper, linguine and mussels, and broiled or fried flounder. So if you find yourself vacationing on the South Jersey shore, Head over to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the Giant Insider sent you. That way they'll extend beyond November. Right now they're our sponsor till November. So if somebody goes there and says the Giant Insider sent me, there's a very good chance they extend that. Uh, in all seriousness, they're located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach. The best shuck in town. What's up, Chris? What's going on? What? How's that Mardi Gras shrimp? That sounds good, man. That's phenomenal. one of my favorites. It's absolutely phenomenal, dude. It's like this Is Cajun it? sauce. Yeah, yes, and, yeah. And then you, what Love you it. do is after you eat it, you take the sauce home with you and put it over uh, pasta. It's freaking ridiculous. Wow, okay. It's awesome. So it's like, if you can't finish it, this, right. this sauce will be sitting there and you're like, you know what, I'm not throwing this out. Put it in a to-go container, bring it home. It is ridiculous. It's so good. Mm. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds real good. Yeah. So, uh, gotta try to hit that one. I was just in Cape May too. I wish I would've known about it back then, uh, last week, but uh, yeah, I gotta try to hit that place one year. Yeah, it's good stuff. The weather, I mean, the weather the last few days, I'm sure people are still going to be flooding down to the shore. Well, what's <laughs> funny it's is like it's up here in Jersey. Uh, yeah. It's 95 degrees. I just lost the power. Folks, if you hear a little humming, um, that isn't somebody that isn't somebody trying to do a Frank Sinatra impersonation behind me. It's my home generator. If you do <laughs> hear a little hum, because my, I lost the power about an hour ago. So uh, we'll work through it. Yes. Part of Chris, life, that uh, is the definition uh, yeah. of disaster recovery, folks. I mean, he lost power sure. and the podcast goes on. Come on now. Podcast goes on. You know, you no matter what, so uh, come and let the Giants offense Sunday night, baby. Let's are. do this. Sorry, and here we are. Yeah. So, uh, game week, right? Yeah, baby. Biggest thing coming out of training camp. Um, nobody injured. Yeah. No serious injuries, yeah. right? Even today, mm-hmm. had some guys. Everybody practiced today. A couple of guys unlimited, but uh, no. Serious injuries coming out of training camp, something the Giants haven't said in a couple of years. You know, we seem to lose a receiver, this guy, that guy, Aziz last year in a joint scrimmage, Colin Johnson's, you know, all that stuff uh, last few years. So this year, healthy, man, um, couldn't ask for more, you know, uh, going into this first game, a healthy squad. You right. know, we'll find out Friday exactly who's not going to play, but it looks like everybody's going to be good to go. And it uh, looks like Dallas is pretty healthy, too. And away we go. Let's get it rolling. And nothing nagging either, Chris. Like, no hamstrings. I mean, obviously no big ones, but, like, nothing nagging. The annoying ones that, you know, sometimes last three or four weeks. It's just 
this is about as healthy as you know you can remember uh, a Giants team coming out of training camp, dude. I don't I don't remember the last time that we were this healthy. Um, I, the, the excitement is there too, man. Like you can feel it on social media, um, all the podcasts, uh, Twitter, everything, man. It, it's just this can't get here fast enough. We are four days away, and I, I am so psyched. I'm, I'm always getting a nervous feeling like this game is happening tonight. Um, it, it's just it's been so long. There's such high hopes for this team. Um, as far as, you know, building on last year. And I don't know, Chris, uh, it's one game, but uh, like you said, you've been saying it for months. It's so important to come out of the gate and win this one, dude. It really is. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I was listening to Charlie Weiss today this morning on the radio with Papa, with Bob Papa, and um, Weiss was, he said the same thing that I've been saying for like a month now, you know. Hey, the Giants got to go out and win this game. Yeah. You know, he says the Giants got, it's imperative the Giants go out and win this game. Because they were not good against the division last year. The Cowboys haven't beaten them since 2016. Okay, mm. the Andy Dalton game, whatever. You yeah, know. right, throw it out. Throw it's it out. Kind of throw it out, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, Dak's been beating up on them. Uh, now, they're not going to have Zeke anymore, who's, you know, beat up on them a little bit over the years, too. But, you know, it's a home game, Sunday night, playoff season, expectations is playoff again, uh, and you want to beat the teams in your division. And you've lost to Dallas for a long time. And, and why Charlie, you know, Charlie White said the same thing this morning, man. He was like, I think to me, he was telling Papa, he was like, to me, the Giants got to go out and win this game. Yeah. You know, you got to go out and win this game. And yep. that's what we've been saying, right, Jerry? Like, go out and win this game. Yeah. Um, now, of course, they don't, it's not like the season's over, but you just, you get that feeling, man. Like, hey, go out and, you know, set the tone a little bit, man. Show the Cowboys. And then when you play the Eagles in December, well, who knows what's going to be in December, the teams will yeah. look like, but. Set the tone, man. You know, show sure. the Cowboys and the NFC what's up. Yeah. You know, at home, crowd's going to be going crazy. Blue shirts, blue towels. Um, you know, um, to me, it's I'll, I'll say it once again before we make predictions and just go into this game a little bit. Giants got to go out and win this game, man. Yeah, Got to go out and win this game. Yeah, I feel the same way. And for years, you know, Giant fans, we all pissed and moaned, guys, that we opened up the season in Dallas. Well, we finally get them at home. Finally get them at home. And you want to win this one. You want to set the tone for the year and kind of prove that last year wasn't a fluke. The roster's more talented. Um, and it's time to beat them. Like you said, Chris, it's haven't beaten them since really 2016. You throw the Andy Dalton game out the window. You want to beat Dak Prescott. Forever we've been saying Dak Prescott's not that great. Well, he beats us, though. He's always, he always beat us. So it kind of rings hollow when he keeps saying it over and over again, and he beats our ass. So let's just get this Let's get this job done. Let's, uh, let's take these guys down. I don't care if you win by a point or 30 points. Let's just beat them, man. Um, look, Dallas is really talented, man. We don't, we've been talking about it for the last few years. They, we always feel like, I think you feel the same way as I do. They had a better coach there. They'll probably make a a longer run, um, or a farther run, but they have Mike McCarthy and and he has his flaws, but it's a talented roster, especially in spots where, look, we have question marks. We're, we're, we're confident in our corners. We're confident in Evan Neal, but you know, until we see him play, until we see these guys in action, you just don't know. Right. So I don't know where you want to start, Chris, but I think I want to start um, our corners covering their receivers and the matchups, the matchup issues that that can, you know, present they can, how that can present itself. Yeah, that's going to be one of the big matchups of the game, man. Rookie corners, you know, against the uh, good cowboy receivers. Yeah. You know, uh, how does that how does that play out? Yep. Look, Trey Hawkins earned it. Tate Banks, these kids are confident. The uh, Wink is confident in them. Um, Dave's is confident in them. They're going to put them out there. 
And guess what? Trial by fire. You're playing against C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks. Now, Adore's going to get a lot of C.D. Lamb in that slot. That's going to be a key matchup. Giants feel much better, though, having Adore in the slot than Donnie Holmes or Cordell Flott. Okay? So that's one matchup they're looking at. Okay, well, Adore, hopefully Adore could win a better of those two. Right? Last year, C.D. got him in. And he ends on with a really good one-handed catch, if I remember right. Yeah. It was a really uh, really good play by C.D. Lamb, who's one of the better receivers in the game. Yeah. You know? But how does Hawkins and how does Tate Banks hold up? Um, well, how does Wink play it? Does he play a lot of man presses? He leave them out there on islands at time, and he will. No question. Yeah. He's going to yeah. go after Dak on dirt and passing situations. We, we've he said it before, that. dude. He would leave me and you out there. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's going to do it at times until they – you know, if they're getting beat, then you might have to make adjust, adjustments and all that stuff. But you're going to see it. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be one of the key matchups, man. It's uh, Look, it's it's a little like, you know, like, oof, okay, let's see what happens. Because they are rookie corners. Yeah. They are rookie corners. Yeah. But they have a lot of faith in these guys. And the bell rings Sunday night, and we'll see what, what they bring to the table against a, you know, a talented group. Yeah, and, and like you said, uh, you know, Trey Hawkins on the outside and Adoree Jackson in the slot makes you feel better than Adoree Jackson on the outside and Darnay Holmes in the slot. I mean, it just makes you feel so much better, right? And you haven't seen, look, Hawkins hasn't had NFL action, neither has Banks yet. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, real game, I mean. Yeah. Um, but you still feel good based on what you saw. And, and the faith that these guys put in these young draft picks, right? We all knew Banks was going to start, but Trey Hawkins out of nowhere, sixth rounder, Old Dominion, he's going to be starting. And uh, like you said, baptism by fire, man. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But that's probably that's probably my biggest concern um, going into this game. And then, you know, the next one is just their pass rush against our offensive line. And and I, I think you know, we feel good about, obviously feel great about Thomas, Schmitz, we think Neil will take that next step, but it's it's the guard play that we're a little concerned about. But I mean, Dallas is loaded, dude. They have probably the best defensive player in football. Or well, with all due respect to Aaron Donald, Micah Parsons is ridiculous. I mean, he, Bosa just got that money today. What the hell is Micah Parsons going to demand, dude? Like, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be more than that, you know. I, and Bosa's great. Don't get me wrong, but I, when 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 it comes time to sign Parsons, holy cow, he can ask for the world. Uh, but Lawrence, I mean, these guys, they have a tremendous. Tremendous pass rush. Yeah, you know, you were talking about the guards. I'm also concerned about Evan Neal. Yeah, sure, right. And he sticks it to him because, look, Demarcus Lawrence destroyed him last year. Yeah, killed him. Killed him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you're going to be looking to attack that again this year until Evan, you know, shows that, hey, this is my second year and he can handle that assignment. Because they're going to do a lot of those twists up front. That's what Dan Quinn likes to do with Parsons and Demarcus, and they're going to do it with the kid Smith, and they're going to pull a lot of those. Dorrance Armstrong, they're going to pull a lot of those stunts, and you know you, they're going to have to pick it up. And Evan Neal's got to step up. Yeah, you know you can't, Jerry. You know when, when you have like a guy last year with Demarcus. I don't know if you remember it, but I remember like Demarcus Lawrence. You know he's blowing up Neal the first few series or second quarter, first whatever it was. You know, and you could just see that Kafka was had to make adjustments. He yeah, had to, totally. Had to put a tight end over there. He yeah. had to put a running back chipping him. Yeah. You know, coordinators don't want to do that. Dude. No. They, you, know, you know, they don't want to say, "Okay, we got to now we got to get help to this guy." You know, right? right. Now we got to chip him. Now we got to keep a tight end. We got to max because this guy's getting destroyed. You know, by and Demarcus Lawrence. You know, it seems like he just salivates when he sees a giant uniform. He just look, yeah. it appears he's. I mean, he's a really good player. Don't get me wrong, but he, he saves his best for the Giants. Yeah, whether whether player. it's Eli or Jones, he comes right. He just seems to save his best. And Michael Parsons is Michael Parsons. You know, he, he's they're gonna line him up all over. 
Yeah, and they're going to line them up uh, over Neil's side. They're going to line them up over the guard. They're going to line them up over the Kit Schmitz. They're going to line them up all over the place. Yeah. And that's one of the keys. You know, um, they're fast defense. They had it's, you know, Stephen Gilmore, and they got very physical safeties. They're a good team, man. They're, they're a good team. It's going to be quite a challenge to this offensive line and Daniel and, and, and the offense, you know, and we'll see how it plays out. But to me, Jerry, to me, where you get Dallas, right? Everything's about matchups in this league, you know. And I look at Dallas. And they finished like 22nd in the league last year against the run. Yeah. And they went out. And uh, they're no dummies. They draft pretty well, Dallas. They draft pretty well, okay? Yes. Uh, yeah. You got to give credit to their scouting staff. And hate to say it, even Jerry Jones' kid and all the hell else is over there. Involved. No, I was going to say, the way they, the reason they do is because Jerry Jones kind of backs off now. Let's lets his kids do it more. Yeah, so. So, uh, so they go out and they draft a big kid, you know, Mazzy Smith, you know, from um, – to play up in that over that nose, you know they they really they re-signed you know, Van Der Esch, who's all right. He's pretty good, you know. Yeah. And, and they they bring him back, and they got the physical safeties, but they know their Achilles heel on defense is against the run. Yep. Brian Dable knows that. I might yeah. Kafka know it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm look. It's all about matchups, and Darren Wall is a great. We're gonna see all that stuff, but to me, Jerry. You want to kind of get after with Saquon, all right? Um, Saquon to me could be is the is the I should say how am I going to word this? Well, Saquon's the biggest. He could be the biggest player in this game. Okay. He, yeah, the X factor, the as they factor. say. He could be a key factor in this game. Yeah. If he goes off, the Giants are going to you know it's going to be a close one, and the Giants are going to win this game. I think the potential is there for Saquon to have a hundred and thirty yard game um, against these guys. I really do. You know, uh, Schmitz is a physical center, um, but it's an upgrade from last year. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Evan Neal's a good run blocker now. Let's not mm-hmm. forget, Evan's a good run blocker. Mm-hmm. And then you got grinders with Brennison and, uh, you know, Glow and all that. And I think that's that's going to be the key, Jerry. I think the Giants are going to come out. They might try to wing it around a lot at first. Yeah. Using these guys up, especially use Walla, you, you like – so like what you saw against the pre- in the preseason game, they're going to come out flowing, get them loose a little bit, and then to hit them with a lot of Saquon. And guess what? Dable and Kafka, we all know the way these guys coach, right? Mm-hmm. And if they want to adjust and bring that fifth guy in the box, sixth guy, if Saquon's getting some chunk yards, okay. They'll come back. They got the weapons. They got the speed to it's hurt nice. them now. It's nice now, isn't okay? it, to say that? Yeah. And, you know, you know, Jerry, I was saying this, you know, like Dan Quinn, their defensive coordinator, he's a good coach, Dan. Right, mm-hmm. uh, he's a good coach, um, but you know, you know, he's looking at this Giants team this week, and he's saying to himself, "Boy, this, this ain't like last year, brother. We could put right. six in the box. Who are we worried about? Say, you know, top one off a day. Okay, we'll deal with it. You know, right. Right. now they had the speed, Campbell's Hyatt, you know, Slayton another year in the system, Isaiah, right, and and of course Darren Waller, yeah." No, Dan Quinn's got this offense like, man, boys, this ain't the same offense as last year. Right. You know, and now you got to deal with Saquon, of course. You know, last year was kind of like Saquon, and we'll worry about it. You know, we're not too concerned about it, but now you got to be concerned about numerous guys. And you got to be worried about Daniel and his legs and his arm. So, hey, that's great to see, right? Let these defensive coordinators sit up at night and go, oh, man, we got to worry about this 11 personnel. We got to worry about that, you know, Saquon, all that stuff. And the unknown. Saquon hasn't played a snap. They're going to throw some wrinkles in for Saquon this year. I'm telling you that right now. Hmm. You're going to see some different routes coming out of the backfield, some different things with Saquon. 
Um, and of course, the other guys that look, Jerry Waller just does so much. He just does so much. You have to bracket him. You have to account for him. Um, and that's going to open up things for Saquon. I'm looking for 26 to have a real big one Sunday night. It's interesting, right? If the Giants come out and win this game because they ran the ball after getting all those weapons for Daniel in the offseason. But those weapons also open it up because for Saquon, right? Like it's kind of like chicken or the egg. And um, I just I think that'd be a, a great story that. You know, the Giants came out and ran, ended up running it like 30 times to Saquon. He gets 130, 140 yards, two touchdowns, and, you know, 50 out of the backfield passing um, when we got all these weapons in for, for Daniel. But, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, you know, Saquon hasn't played yet. He's fresh. Um, and, you know, he's, he's got kind of an – I want to say an ax to grind, but he wants to prove himself, right? He wants to have a great year. Um, but, yeah, I, I – it, the matchup fascinates me. It really does because, like you said last year, Kafka got like Kafka, especially any offensive coordinator, but Kafka specifically. You know, you get away from that game plan where you can't throw it anymore. You got to throw it as much. You got to bring, you know, someone else to chip in, Bellinger, whoever. Um, and this year, hopefully, they don't have to do that. And then if they stack the box, you can throw now. It's just like you said, man. There's so many more options on this offense. And if they end up opening the game up for Saquon, I think it would be kind of, you know, poetic justice or, or kind of ironic if that happened. You know, Jerry, last year there was there were two tight games. Yeah, against the Cowboys. Despite despite the talent the one at difference. home, they were winning. They were actually yeah. three point favorites at one time. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, between uh, at home. Yeah, the Thanksgiving Day game, they were yeah. totally on demand, right? Hmm. And that was close at halftime. Remember, the Cowboys kind of yeah. won in the second half. Yep. Uh, these were tight games last year. And the Giants have added a lot more. T- t- Jerry, you know, I put something on Twitter today. I looked it up, you know, because the Cowboys had like 160-something yards rushing, 149, whatever the hell it was. They had a lot of yards rushing on the Giants, right, mm. the two games they played last year. <laughs> and I'm looking up, like, I t- for some reason, I forgot the one inside backer. You know, I said, wait a minute, was Tate Crowder last year? I'm going, oh, let me look it up. I look it up. Oh, I know. I saw your and tweet. I put it on Twitter. Like, I couldn't believe it. The first time they played the Cowboys, yeah, it was Austin Calitro, no longer in the league. Unbelievable. Tate Crowder, I think he's on practice squad today. I know he tried out with somebody. He might be on a practice squad. But you look at that, you say, oh, my God, right? It's like, what, a, what an crap. upgrade. And this year, you know, you have a Bobby O'Curry kid. You're going to have Isaiah Simmons. You're going to, mm-hmm. you know. And then you add the Ashawn Robinsons and Nacho, you know, Nunez Roaches and yeah. and guys like that. And, you know, what a, you talk about a different personnel, Jerry. Like, holy crap. Yeah. You know, not to mention, of course, with Dex and, Law, and Leo. Uh, so the Giants feel that, you know, they upgraded the run defense. And we'll, we'll stop. But look, look, Tony Pollard's a good back, but you know, Zeke always kind of struck a little fear. Even when Zeke last year wasn't the same Zeke, you know, he always struck a little fear in you, right? Like, yeah, he like, could run a six four forty and still get like eighty yards against us. It didn't matter. It's amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's not here anymore. Right. Not going with Pollard. You know, he's the main back. I know mm-hmm. McCarthy wants to run the ball. They've, look, they they felt they ran. They threw the ball way too many times the last right. few years when they should have been running the ball in certain situations. And Kellen Moore is now with Justin Herbert yep. because of it. Uh, you look at the ratio. I know a lot of people feel that the Cowboys threw the ball way more than they ran the ball in the Kellen Moore, but they really didn't. Hmm. But the difference is, was that he, Kellen Moore at times would throw the ball in situations that didn't call for it. And that kind of got him hot water with McCarthy and, you know, and they kind of, and they went their separate ways. All right. Yeah. So now they're going to go with Schottenheim and McCarthy's going to call plays and they're going to try to be physical and we'll see what happens. But they have the weapons. So now 
Now, Jerry, like I just said, you know, we talked about attacking Dan Quinn's defense, right? It's all about matchups. But you know what? The Cowboys are going to be sitting there, Jerry, saying, well, we want to be physical. We have a real good line. We want to run the ball. Impose our will. But, but we're playing a team this week that has two rookie corners. Yeah, right, right, right. You know? Yeah. So if they're smart, I'm coming out with those two series. And, well, we're going to see what they're made of right off the bat. We're going to wing it all over the damn place, you know? Test, test them right away. And that's what I expect to see out of Mike McCarthy, Schottenheimer, and the Dallas offense. I really do. Why wouldn't you? It'd be stupid not to. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yep. Guys, we're going to take a break and be right back after this. You're listening to the John Insider Podcast. 20 minutes in already, baby. Hang on one second. And we're back, folks. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris, Nobody Beats the Biz, Bizignano, and Jerry Foley. Uh, also, guys, if you can, I forgot to say this before, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Putting everything out there. You saw the videos of uh, the predictions out there we put out. We're going to have a lot of fun with that this season, so please subscribe. Dude, you said Jerry, just one quick point, buddy, before yeah. we talk about the second, and then we'll move on Yeah, your next point. Yeah. I was um, going to stay on one of your points, actually. Okay. Well, we'll, yeah, let's, we'll get to that in a second. I just yeah. want to – because I'll forget. Yeah, <laughs> let's fine. I want to get this out there. You know, mm-hmm. Tate Banks is built solid. Mm-hmm. Solid kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, Jerry, until yesterday in the locker room. Trey Hawkins, he's 6'3". Mm-hmm. We all know that. Mm-hmm. He's built real good. Okay. So I'm talking with somebody yesterday. And I'm looking over at Trey. He's sitting on his locker. You know what I'm saying? Man, I didn't realize how built Trey Hawkins is. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, we all know 6'3", but I just thought he was thinner for some reason. I saw him up close. He had the pants on, but... But now you now we're back in the locker room and I'm looking at him and he's this freaking kid is this kid's solid, you know? Yeah. yeah. The point I'm making is that Jerry, the Giants secondary. <laughs> you got Tay Banks, real solid, <laughs> physical. <laughs> Trey Hawkins, 6'3, physical, built. Yeah. Jason Pinnock, physical safety. Zay, we all know about. The smallest guy out there is, is a Dory, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But this is a not only the big Jerry, these guys. I mean, these are physical secondary in the Giants, man. Yeah. These are guys that are going to come up and put a hat on you. Yeah. I love it, dude. It reminds me of the old days, with Mark Collins days. You know, they're going to yeah. come up and put a Perry Williams are going to come up and put a hat on you. Even even the Seahorn Sparks, they were physical corners. That, yeah. those, that tandem, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think Seahorn was just like pretty boy. No, you know, like, no Seahorn, Seahorn will come up and put a lick on you, okay? Yeah, yeah. I look, so I'm looking at it, I'm saying, man, this is a big, you know, this is a big physical secondary. You know, look at. These kids are big, you know. I, yeah. I love it, man. I love it, you know. Um, you're like you're you're more of a press corner guy, right? Yeah. I, look, I'm. I, I love the press corner. You know, I, I love to come up, put a hat on you guys. Same. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, Jerry. I, yeah. I hate the off ball shit. I understand it happens. You have to go different looks and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. you know, the Giants. Hit mute. The Giants drafted tape backs not to be an off ball, off off man cover guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they looked at Trey Hawkins at Old Dominion. He was a tight man, press, physical corner. And that's what they want here with Wink. Uh, but these kids, man, I was looking, man, it's a phys- it's a pretty big secondary, man. I, you know, I, I think as the season progresses, you're going to see people say, man, these guys come up and they, they hit guys too. You know, they hit guys. Yeah. They tackle when a guy if a guy catches a, you know, a little slant on him or a dig, whatever it might be. You know, they come up and boom. You know what I mean? They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna hit you too, man. I love it, man. I, I love it, so. Yeah, um, and, you know, nice size and safety, too. You expect your safeties to be bigger, too. But um, it's a big secondary, like you said. And and then you see, you know, the front seven and, and the guy like that lanky Isaiah Simmons on the end. Like, it's just look like you said, it just it's a bigger defense. Um, I was going to say before, I just wanted to touch on you. You were talking about it, dude. 
the the difference in talent on the Giants and Cowboys last year was yeah. it was like who you know who how do these two teams how were they constructed over the years that one team is just so talent deprived in so many areas and the other is absolutely loaded. But like you said, man, they were in both games and I think they were up in the fourth quarter. I think that Saquon run where he went like, I don't know, 40 yards or whatever. Yeah. I think that was yeah. in the fourth quarter when he went ahead. Yeah. It was either late third or fourth. Yeah. Yeah. I got to like, look it up. Yeah. yeah. It was like, wow, we're in this. And even like I said, the Thanksgiving day game where the giants looked like, you know, they went in that game and you're just like, what, what do we have here? Yeah. Um, I mean, Lawrence Cager, I think, was leading the team, right, in receiving that right. game at, at first. And there were weird penalties called early on, and Dable yeah. almost had almost exploded. Yeah. Um, downfield, I think a legal man downfield, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Tyree Dable. Phillips, maybe. Might have been Phillips. I think um, it was Phillips in that one play. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and now you look at, like, man, did we improve this roster? And I think that's why, look, look, we sent out something earlier this week. We experimented. The videos came back. Everybody picked the Giants. Of course, you're feeling good. But it was really a feeling of like, no, we can win this game. And I think there's a sense of we kind of should win this game right now. That's how Giant fans feel. I'm not saying they should win. I'm just saying that's how we all feel. But I just wanted to touch on that, dude. The the, the increase yeah. in talent, the influx in talent from last year to this year, maybe yeah. maybe the biggest since like the 83-84 season, dude. I mean, it's huge. And, you know, like, like Jerry, like you just said, you know, I think Giant fans, we look at this and say, hey, we should win this game. Yeah. No, no, no. Not like, oh, it's going to be an upset. I know the three-point on the door. Oh, it's going to be an upset and and all that stuff. Yeah. No, no. They're looking at like, hey, we should win this game. Yeah. yeah. We're a playoff team. We added this talent, the draft, table. Yeah. No, no. We should beat these guys at home. Yeah. That's the feeling I get watching the videos. Like you said, people calling in watching videos. Um, Hey, and Jerry, I'm going to say it too. They should. Yeah. They yeah. should win this game. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll find out. You know, we're going to make predictions later on. I know, I know you went with the Giants already. <laughs> yeah, a little, little bravado because I felt good after watching all those videos. But no, I'm going with the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So am I. I mean, we'll get yeah. to the, whatever you want to do later with the score. So am I. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm going with the Giants too. I got a really good feeling. Yeah. You know, um, if they come out and get whipped, I'll be, man, Jerry, I'll be freaking shocked. You yeah. know. Right. Right. If they come out, look, look, the first week of the NFL season, actually the first two weeks is always very unpredictable. Yep. You know? Yeah. You don't know, quite know teams, who's not really in sync yet, all that stuff. But man, if they if they come out and get whipped by the Cowboys, Jerry, I'll be I'll be freaking shocked. I, I really will be, man. Uh, I think the Giants are gonna come out and they should win this game. I think they will, you know. And it'll be really uh, how about the coaching edge, Jerry? How about the coaching oh. edge, you know? Oh, it's on, not man. even an edge. It's a I mean, it's it's a cliff. It's a coaching I, cliff. I remember last year Thanksgiving Day game, Jerry, and I, and I was how the Giants were in that game. I don't know, and I'm just sitting, I'm just shaking my head, going, "Man, they, man, we got a hell of a coach here with yeah. the table, man." To have yeah. this team in this game with the personnel they had out there, the priorities, the like you just said, Tyree Phillips with that big pound. He's not even on a team anymore. He's not because of that, but he's he's, no, he's right. a guy that's not even on a team anymore. Okay, right. sure. So uh, you know, it's, and now you got more talent, the table factor. And Wink factor the Kafka, who's who I love, you know. Go, I'll, I'll match up Dable against McCarthy any day of the week. They close the talent gap a lot, and uh, because of the added talent gap, uh, uh, closing that gap, Jerry, uh, uh, to me, the Giants win this damn game. Yeah, you couldn't know what I mean. Agree. I couldn't Daniel, agree more. The, the, the talent gap being closed and the coaching advantage we have, absolutely. By the way, I was thinking about this before, totally off topic, Chris. Mike Kafka, <laughs> even if the Giants finish like seven and ten, he's go I think he's getting a job next year. Like I just think no matter what happens, he's gonna he's 
not going to be here next year. He's going to get a job offer, but I'm so glad we have him back this year, dude. Um, I, I can't wait to see how he, uh, how he, how, how Jones progresses in the second season under him and how he can call more of his offense with all these weapons. It's going to start Sunday night, dude. It's going to start Sunday night. Cannot yeah, wait. Yeah. So, you know, let's look at it. You know, what are some of the things you're looking for? You know? Yeah. I guess the Cowboys, what are, you know, what are some of the things you're looking for? Yeah. Like I said, I'm looking for Saquon. I'm looking for Daniel to have a solid game, not necessarily 300 yard game. I'm looking for have that 230 yard range. I think Saquon's going to go wild. I really mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Um, and now you can't, like we said, you can't have Demarcus Lawrence's Micah Paz is blowing up this game. No. But in third and shorts too, you don't have to worry about that as much. You know. Right. That's right. Uh, look, Dable's a yeah, Brian Dable is a fiery competitive guy, dude. And somebody told me the other day, they, they were really pissed they lost those two games at Dallas last year. They felt they had them, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah. And Dable, both games, Jerry, Dable, Wayne, Kafka, the whole coaching staff, the feeling was we had them, we lost them. Okay, fair. Yeah. Wait till we add talent. Right. Well, they have added talent via draft, free agency and all that. Um. And they feel like, okay, now it's a little more on an even playing field. Get ready. Yeah. And this isn't the Jets. We have receipts, and we're going to take receipts. We're going to be the best defense since the 85 bad. No, this is just Dable and the guys. That's that statement. Go ahead. Sorry. Dable and the guys feeling confident that they've closed that talent gap a lot. Yeah. They feel they almost stole two from the Cowboys last year when the talent gap was like this. Mm -hmm. Now Dable – and the staff feel like, well, we've gone. Now it's this. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not going to sit I'm just telling you, Jerry, because yeah. people tell me things the way the feeling is mm-hmm. in the building. Yeah. Dable's not telling the media. He's not going around telling John Mary every day, get ready, John. I'm taking <laughs> We're going to smoke these guys. Oh, I'm the best. You know, no, we're the greatest. No, that's not Dave's. You know, but he's a fiery, competitive mother. You know what? Yeah. You can you can you can tell Mara for Dave's when you're when you're going to the bathroom next to him. Right, I'll tell him. Yeah, he already knows. But I'm just saying, it's a different. They just they it sticks in their side, Jerry. Yeah. yeah. That they yeah. lost two games last year. They felt they could have won, especially yeah. the game at home, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, especially the game at home. And look, they're not. Nobody's making excuses. I'm just telling you that they look at it this year entering the 2023 season against the Dallas Cowboys, saying like, I just did this. You know, yeah. the talent gap is closed. Yeah. Now, let's see what's up. You, you get what I mean? You oh, 100%. I mean? 100%. Because, you know what yeah, and if you said that about Philly, I'd be like, all right, well, it's a little delusional because those games weren't close. I don't, you don't want to count that second game. Nobody's but, saying that about Philly. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> but when you say it about Dallas, it's like, no, that's a good argument to make, dude. Those games yeah. were close. And you can make the Jerry, argument that they should have won that first one. Yeah. Jerry, after the playoff loss to the Eagles last year, the feeling in the building, like, guys, we're not even close to these guys. Rather, we, better we have to improve yeah. a lot. The feeling after the Dallas games was, hey, they're a better team, but we had them twice. We didn't have they didn't have the Eagles, dude. You know, we had them twice, and we've closed that gap. We're ready, you know. Yeah, I I think when that schedule came out in May, there's a lot of people that were happy, dude. So, and, and I'm not trying to be funny here, but another spot where we have the advantage is kicker, Chris. Like we have one of the best in the league. They have this Brandon Aubrey guy that. I don't know how confident they feel in him, but they, they're going right? with him. What's he's that? A rookie, right? He's a rookie, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, but he he was in the USFL for a bit, and I, oh, I don't okay. know. 
I didn't even know uh, that. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. It's just, it, it's a, I don't know. I, I would just think there's a, I'm just throwing a name out there, like a Nick Folk type, someone out there that you go into this game with. We have Graham Gano. Um, you know, this game could come down to a field goal. I mean, yep, absolutely. you know, and we have one of the best in the league, if not the best. Well, Tucker's probably the best, but number two in the league. He's one of the best. Yeah, absolutely. He's one of the best. No yeah. question about it. So yeah. that was a, a – you know, got to give Gettleman credit for that one. He brought him in. Um, but I don't know. I, it wouldn't surprise me this came down to a field goal, um, but we'll see. Oh, Jerry, I, I, you know, I expect it to be a tight game mm. within a touchdown, you know? Yeah. So uh, that's what I expect. And um, I think it's going to go, I think it's going to go to Giants way, you know, uh, home and Sunday night. I think it is, but they were a very talented team. Can't turn the ball over, dude, right? This isn't a team you play against that you could turn the ball over a couple times, all that stupid stuff, stupid penalties. Can't afford to do that against these guys. You could do that against Arizona maybe next week. Can't do it against these guys. The atmosphere, dude. The atmosphere Sunday night is going to be insane. Is the UPS guy there or Amazon or no? No. Oh, okay. I, I don't quite know why she bought Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. No, no it's UPS, fine. I love it. UPS would be nonstop. Yeah. No, it's, it's part of the podcast, dude. Now the generator is part of the, part of the podcast. It's, I can't even hear it, by the way. Good. Okay. Um, but, yeah, dude, that atmosphere Sunday night. Oh, my God. I mean, you always say, like, this is the biggest game since. I mean, this is. This game is, uh, it, it's going to, if there was a roof, it would blow off the building Sunday night. You know, there's going to be Dallas fans that get in there, but um, yeah, it's sure. it's not going to be 50-50 like it's no. been. Or it's no. it's going to be, you know, probably seven, more 70-30 type. We're going to, yeah, Giant fans are going to be very prominent. Um, and I can't wait. I, it's it's uh, it's going to, it's going to be incredible, dude. Um, what other, uh, what other aspects of this game do you have your eye on? If, if there aren't any, that's fine. But um, for me, it was corner. And our ability, um, or hoping for the ability to to stop their pass rush, um, you said. Yeah. You, and you, you got to stop their run too. You can't you can't have Paul yeah. going all, going crazy. Yeah, you know? you know their offensive line isn't the Eagles, um, and it's not as dominant as it's been, say, at certain periods of the last ten years. But it's still pretty good offensive line. Still, still real top good. five in the yeah. league. You yeah, know? yeah, still really good. They just re-signed Terrence Steele. They gave him an extension. Yeah, saw that. I was undrafted guy, man. And, Yep. And they want the same line when he got hurt last year, you know. Yeah. And Zach yep. Martin's back; he's happy, right? He got a deal, and, and you know. And then the, the 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 veteran Tyron Smith, the left tackle, and look, they drafted Tyler Smith last year. He he's going to play over the guard. He he had to play tackle last year and played really well for them. Yeah. So you know they they were they were young. Uh, excuse me. They're still, you know, a physical top five offensive line in this league. Cowboys, man, it just seems like we've been saying that forever, right? Yeah. So, and we included, we, we improved our run defense, so that should help. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, just going to be interesting how they attack the Giants. Jerry. I think they're going to come out throwing and challenging those corners. I really do. Like you said, they should. Yeah. Like they should. Yeah. But this is Brian Schottenheim, man, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> you know, you know, if it was Kellen Moore still, he'd be out winging all over the lot right, right, off, right from the beginning. But we'll see how this, you know, this is McCarthy and Schottenheim, you know, so we'll see what, what they do. It's interesting, man. All right, dude. Um, you ready for some questions? Sure. Yeah. All right. We're going to start off with Kyle Johnson, who uh, uh, thanks, Kyle, for sending in the video. You're hilarious, by the way. We appreciate it, man. Um, all right. So <laughs> he has two questions. His first one is, who do you think is going to make a biggest impact week one? Not naming the top easy guys like Saquon Waller, Dex, Saquon Waller, Dex, and Thibodeau. Don't name an easy guy who's going to have a big impact. 
And then second, do you think the Giants should hire Joe Judge before the game to give a motivational speech, then fire him again? Kyle wouldn't be Kyle without that type of question. We love you, buddy. Good stuff. Um, I'm going to go with Ben Bredesen. That's like a name. Went, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the middle of that line is going to be okay. I'm going to say that. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna you're going to tell me you're going to tell me he's not even starting, but I, whatever. No, no, he, no, he's starting. Yeah. No, no. I'm going to go with Jason Pinnock. All right, cool. I'm gonna, I think Pinnock might makes a, might makes a big play early in the game, either forced fumble or an interception. Yeah. Or a sack. Cause he'll be blitzing a lot. Pinnock. Yep. Um, all right. Crystal ball time. It's week nine. What is one thing that is going on with the Giants that nobody anticipated headed into the season? Thanks for a great pod. Also, should we expect more t-shirt reaction videos from Chris? The viral video. <laughs> Guys, the vi- that ha- that wait a minute. That happened after our last podcast. The viral Chris Bizignano t-shirt video. Awesome. Yeah, which, which I heard made its way to Jetsland. <laughs> and and it, I heard there was a few many uh many uh names called my way, usually starting with A and ending with E. <laughs> Over in Florham Park, which I love. I thought it was great. Awesome. Sorry, yeah. No, dude, that was you're part of yeah. this rivalry now. <laughs> you're right smack in the middle of it, buddy. Had some fun with it, you know, and all that stuff. Although I was, you know, I was annoyed by that whole Rogers thing. That's why I put it Yeah, and, and and speaking as a dad at night watching TV, every dad could relate to that video. Like just being <laughs> pissed off, like, you know what? I'm going to social media with this. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get any Christmas cards from Jets fans. Uh not that I give a flying, you know what? Anyway, but, uh, <laughs> I don't think I'll be getting any Christmas cards from Jesse, but I can tell you this, the, the inside the Giants building, yeah, a lot of people saw it and a lot of people loved it. <laughs> Some thought I was out of my mind, but, but a lot of people, a lot of people loved it in the Giants building. A lot of thumbs up when I understand it was in the cafeteria, people were watching it and, uh, and they were like, Oh, good for him. That's what I heard. Some feedback I got from some people, uh, in that building. So, uh, it was pretty funny. Good stuff. Uh, I had some fun with it. Uh, Jeff fans didn't, uh, the funniest thing, Jerry, had to be the funniest responses besides, you know, calling me an a-hole, this and that, who's this idiot, who's mm. all that stuff. The funniest thing had to be just, oh, let, let me just say this. I thought the Eagle fan base was the dumbest fan base on the planet until I ran to that, until I did that video, and then I, the Jet fan base responded. Uh, now I realize they did a dumbest fan base, probably uh, even even worse than the Eagles, which I didn't think was possible, right? So, but I love the ones that came back and said that I was putting on a fake New York accent. Oh, that, yeah, I mean. That was classic. Come on. And then they said, ball. I don't get the Boston, Boston. thing. I'm like, <laughs> well, you, you, think, you think that sounds like Boston? Yeah, I just thought, I love the people who said, oh, we're trying to put us some New York accent. But that was great. Well, for Newsflash, I think everybody, our followers know it. People watch this video. Um, I am from New York, so I don't think it's really a fake accent i'm putting on but i just thought it was great man the anger i definitely touched the nerve with the jet fans who who will be flipping on aaron Rodgers if he dig it up to one three start he throws a couple of key picks they'll be flipping on aaron Rodgers instantly too you know they'll be looking to throw him out the door worst pick worst trade ever the whole deal so uh had a lot of fun with it what are you gonna yeah. do giants giants building loved it jets building hated it so um real quick you said about the jets fans i i and as a ranger fan i say this I put them in the Ranger fan camp. And what I mean by that is, as a Ranger fan, I know my team's, I know my fan base's faults, right? Giant fans sometimes seem too disinterested at the game. That's their fault to me. That's their flaw. And, and the top levels, they leave, they want to, they want to beat the traffic sometimes, they leave early, whatever. Yeah, Ranger, them. what's that? They outpriced the real diehard fans. That's true. Know. Right, right. 
Ranger fans are like Jet fans, and I say that as one, in that when they get a guy, when they make their trade once a year, Stanley Cup, here we go. Patrick Kane, Stanley Cup. Tarasenko, Stanley Cup, here we come. And it's it's the same thing, like Aaron Rodgers, up oh, Super Bowl, we got it now. And it's just, I I see the 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 resemblance, or I, I almost look in the mirror and I'm like, it, it, the fan bases remind me a lot of each other. I'm not calling Ranger fans stupid. I'm saying there's a, there's this expectation when you make a trade that all of a sudden you're you're, you're in now, and it, it's it never happens for the Rangers. And you keep saying it. We keep saying it every year. So I'll just put that together. Um, <laughs> let's get back to these questions first. We're gonna take a break, guys. You're listening to the Giant Insider podcast. Hang on one second. And we're back, folks. Listen to the Giant Insider podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz busy now. The first part of his question, Brian Fitzgerald, was crystal ball time week nine. What is the one thing going on with the Giants that nobody anticipated into the season? I'm going to say somebody's having a better year than they thought you thought they would. Someone kind of under the radar like a Bellinger. Not that we don't think Bellinger can have a good year, but it could be like an absurd amount of touchdowns he's scoring, uh, even though Waller's <laughs> dwarfing everyone in, in yards per, in, in receiving yards. So I'll say something like that. Like Bellinger surprises everyone with like, you know, week nine, he's got like six touchdown receptions. It wouldn't wouldn't stun me. So, yeah, yeah, I like that one. Um, very specific questions about the first play of the game, Jimmy Kroll. Do you think they let Hyatt loose on the first play to set the tone that they can tape <laughs> take the top off if they need to? Ah, maybe I don't know. So you got to see this Jalen Hyatt kid in the locker room, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Talk about that real quick because you put, you tweeted about it. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, go ahead. Right next to Daniel. His lock is right next to Daniel. Yeah. Man, Daniel's with him. You see them. They're looking at those tablets, looking at film, you know. And Shep's right next to Hyatt, man. You know, and this Jalen Hyatt kid, great kid, man, by the way. Talking to him the other day. and Just a real respectful, real nice young man, man. Good. You know? Awesome. Um, but sitting there like a sponge. You could see Daniel's doing it he's looking you know and they're looking at the tablet and they're pointing at things and you got Shep over there whispering and is he talking to him you know uh, great move by the Giants putting Jalen Hyatt you know right there next to Shep you know and Daniel you know um I, I like it I, I love it's it's, it, this kid, you know, it's so. different than the the what they tried before with somebody too yeah well they had Tony there you know and t- there's I think Tony was trying to like, you know, trying to do the same thing and keep an eye on, you know, you know, all that stuff. And hopefully he, he would get it, but he was, you know, on his own page at times. And we all know how that wound up. I'm not going to, you know, just, I'm not going to get on Kadarius Tony. And I, even my tweet today, I didn't mean it to, okay. to bash Kadarius Tony. I just meant to like, what a difference. That's yeah. what I meant. Right. Yeah. The point I was trying to make on Twitter today was that, man, what a difference. Jalen Hyde sitting there constantly looking and talking and studying. Kadarius is a little bit, Different, put it that way, personality. So, um, uh, but great move by the Giants, you know, putting Shep, you know, Hawkins and Tate Banks are right next to each other too. Rookies, you know, they're, they're like become, they're forming a bond. It's almost like a psychology experiment, right? You want to yeah, put Oh, your- that's what they'd like to do with the lock, yeah. you know, in the locker. They like to put certain guys here and this, you know, and Good. all that stuff. And, and Leo and Dex, and, you know, and Dory's right by the kid, new guys and Thibodeau and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I just thought it was great. Hyatt, great makeup dude. Wants to be wants to be really good at his craft. Um, I just love that you see him with Shep, you see him with Daniel, you see them studying, you see them talking. You know, I just thought that was great. I like to see things like that because 
you'd be surprised, Jerry, the little things you pick up in a locker room with different guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. You'd be surprised. You well, you, you so, picked up the one with DeAndre Baker years ago, but again, we've talked about that enough times, but those are the things you yeah. pick up. That's what I'm saying. So you pick up little things. Before you only picked up negative things. Now you're picking up positive things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes there's always mostly positive, but there was a no, few no. negatives. Even with Eli Apple. I don't know if you remember me with Eli Apple. So oh, I was yeah. like, this kid's on a planet. Remember, I was like, this kid. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, so, uh, but yeah, looking around, you know, stuff like that. When you see these draft kids, you know, you like to kind of like to see what the hell they're made of. Like, you know, yeah. I like to see that with Hyde. I love Tate Banks. He's he's quite a character. Uh, he is, he's a funny dude, man. It, it's totally is he a talker? Different. Is he a talker on the field, he's Chris? Talking when you get him one on one, he's totally different than his presses. You well, know, on the on the field, do you notice is he is he a talker on the field? Oh, I don't know. I don't, he says he talks a little bit. Okay. You know, he likes to talk a little bit, but I'm just talking about him one on one. He mm-hmm. likes to talk like he he'll talk about anything one on one. You know, he's the rookie. You know, after the draft, and they had it, had the rookie class, and he's being interviewed. He's very like in front of the cameras. He's very like yes sir, no sir, yeah yes yes. Quick, you get him one on one. He's like a totally different guy. You know? Yeah, he's, right. And, oh, we were laughing the other day, man, and. Uh, having a great conversation you know and, uh, and he's just he's he's a good dude man he's a funny dude man he really is breathing with confidence bro he doesn't good. he's not afraid of anybody man good uh, you know he might get beat don't get me wrong but he's not afraid of anybody this kid well you, kid, you, you he'll want... step on the field against anybody i'm telling you you could just see it you know hawkins is totally different more quiet you know mm-hmm. a little more reserved uh than tay um but you know we'll see we'll see you like that in your corner confidence um frank Seattle, in light of shane's meth- methodical approach to the roster construction in the cap how does mike evans make any freaking sense yeah sometimes things just like are posted on twitter i don't want to say they become gospel but it's like are we getting mike evans like dude some guy posted that and I, I, that has that's just out of nowhere so i i mean no i don't uh, yeah which is really annoying when uh <laughs> when we're with them when you oh, what when the giant inside is tagged with these stupid tweets. <laughs> right. And then all you see is 5,000 response. I'm like, God, I, what is this? This is, you know, Mike Evans in a giant uniform and there's 4 million responses. And I'm, oh my God, I got, you know, it was like, oh, why the hell am I tagged in this? You know, <laughs> you know so anyway. Oh. Uh, it's awesome. How am I tagged in this? Yeah, sometimes the you get tagged and stuff like that. And then you see 30,000 responses. Is about oh, something God. you never started, and you're like, I, I, I don't want right? nothing to do with you know. <laughs> <laughs> cool, awesome. Uh, let's see. Oh, JG, what amount of wins losses would you consider a disappointment in terms of the season outcome? I'll just say this, Jay, not making the playoffs. I mean, if eight and nine somehow miraculously got him in, I'd be okay. I mean, it's like you're in, it's just not making the playoffs, man. So, I, I want 10 wins. I'll be honest with you. Yep. I want yep. 10 wins. I agree. I agree. Yep. Is um, that your prediction? 10 and 7? No, I think I think uh I'm going with what Syverson said. I'm going eleven and six. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think we take a step forward. I don't care about the schedule. I don't care about anything else. No, you shouldn't. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't. Yep. yep. Uh, let's see. Do you think roll another? Sorry, guys. You can oh, okay. Here we go. Matthew at Tricky Eight Ninja. Love these names. If you can see into the future, it's Week Seventeen. Who is wide receiver one on this team? Ooh, that's a good one. 
So maybe not even leading in, in yardage, but like the bona fide, like he's our number one receiver now. Want to go first or want me to go? Uh, Who's our number one? Yeah. Wide receiver. Huh? Receiving options, Waller, but. Yeah, no, wide receiver. Yeah. Um, Who's our bona fide? I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with Slayton. There's there's chemistry there. I'm gonna go by then it's gonna be Jalen Hyatt. Oof. That would that? be great. Wow. That. What a draft pick that would be, huh? Yeah. If he's a legit number one. Hey Jerry, I'm not gonna doubt you on that, brother. <laughs> I mean everything you're saying, everything I've seen so far, it just wouldn't surprise me. And he's just a like you said, he's a, he's got the right attitude. He's a sponge, he's between Jones and Shepard. Like this is being set up. Other than him changing his number to 13. Everybody loved that. I wasn't so crazy about that. I'm like, ah, just stay with 84. Make your own number, but okay, whatever. I, I could see him taking Isaiah Hodge and snaps away. Yeah. As the yeah. season moves along. Yep. I really could. Yeah. Yep. We'll go a couple more. Dan Mann at Graham Danny. Jerry, are there any new game day rituals for this season? Are you going to play it by ear as it goes? I'm going to play it by ear as it goes. And if the watch party that I'll be hosting – Sunday night, I'll probably log in around 745. I'll send out a tweet about it probably the day before the day of. Uh, if that works and the Giants win, well, guess what, guys? Watch parties are happening until they lose, at least. So I play it by ear. What I wore, if what I wore uh, produced a win, then I wear the same thing the next week. Don't shower, all that good stuff. So, what do you mean, don't shower? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't wash the clothes. I mean, I'll shower, but I won't wash oh, them. the clothes. Won't say, be washed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll try not to like get too sweaty. Uh, we'll go one more. Um, here we go. Richard Savner. Hey guys, two leg parlay. How would you pick Waller over under 79 and a half receiving yards Bellinger over under 0.5 receiving touchdowns. I'll hang up and listen. I'd say over with both. Yeah. I'm going to go over with both of that. Nice. There you go. I think Bellinger gets a touchdown Sunday. I think, while I guess at 84 yards receiving. So I'm going to go over with both. Nice job. Um, actually, one more. Uh, How about Saquon? How, what, would, what would the Saquon number be over and under rushing yards? I like one, 110 or 10 or 10. I don't know. I wonder what Vegas has that. Yeah, over. dude, I, have, I'm, I, I don't gamble, dude. I'm terrible. Yeah, either do I. Yeah, no. oh. That's why I don't know. <laughs> like, you, you see all the giant stuff. Like, I'm, I have an addictive personality. Could you imagine if I started gambling? I would be, everything would be gone. The whole, everything, all of it. <laughs> My God, I know my flaws, guys. Uh, I want to ask you one more, Chris. Abhijit Patel, who gets the first touchdown against the Cowboys? Hashtag buffoon crew, hashtag be giant. I'm going to go Barkley. First and goal in a three or second and goal in a three, and Barkley takes it in. Love it. I'm going to go one. I'm gonna go Daniel Jones. He's going to run it in, run one in. Crowd's going to go. Zone read? Yeah, it's going to be a design play. Yeah, it's going to be thirty-yard run zone read. How far is it going to be? Under ten. Under ten. It's going to be like first and first and goal at the eight. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Let's see. Oh, now the ass kicking segment begins in earnest this week. The pick section. The pick segment. I should say. Watch for a little trickery too this week, bro. Can't wait. uh, Will we see the wheel route? Bill Paris Campbells. Maybe a little halfback option with Saquon and some. Oh my God. Watch for a little trickery, too. Uh, what about the wheel bit, route, Chris? The wheel route. A little, a little well, I got to look for that double move now. Nice. For there Saquon. He, he he broke out that double move a few times in training camp. You know, not just a straight wheel, that double move. Yep. I'm looking for that. 
a little double move from Saquon. All right. I think you're going to see a little wrinkles in the running game, too, with those options. Saquon taking in a Wildcat. You might see that again. Watch for Paris Campbell in the backfield. A little wrinkle going on there. I like to call them wrinkles instead of tricks. Little wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that. Just Remember I said that. All right. Cool. Yeah. I'm in, buddy. Special teams-wise, um, it certainly appears Eric Gray is going to be returning kickoffs and punts, Jerry. Which oh, kickoffs seems- too. Okay. What? Kickoffs too. All right. Yeah, to kick off still. Which to me, I got to be honest with you, dude. I'm not – even McGay said today, Tom, uh, Thomas McGay, special teams coach, said today that they're pretty they're confident in Gray. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not confident in Gray in punt returns. Kickoffs I don't have a problem with. I am not confident with Gray in punt returns. His I, ability to receive it or get any yardage? Even watching the other day, dude, I just mm. – I'm not 100% confident in him. Mm. Uh, I think the Giants – they're going to go with him, looks like. Uh, I just think this could be a, a little risky with Gray. because Only because I'm I'm just not confident. I've seen him all summer, even watching him the other day. Hmm. Um, I think you will see, Jerry, um, a situation where they just want to receive the punt and just catch it, look for Shep. I, can see I was going to say that. I was going to ask you, would you do Shep or even – don't freak out, Giant fans. If he's calling a fair catch, a Dory Jackson or someone like that. Uh, Jerry, I haven't seen a Dory Jackson one okay. time this okay. summer or practice, so don't look for a Dory. Okay. Look for Shep, though. If they but a want veteran. It. A veteran who's done it. Okay. You know, if they if they just want to make that catch. Okay, make sure they, you know, get that catch. Uh, but Gray is going to be the other times. Uh, I just don't feel 100% right now, you know. I really don't. Um, I hope it, you know, there isn't a big muff in this game, you know, it's, it's probably gonna be a tight game you know by the way uh, we'll we, see we picked up somebody uh, we both liked a lot cam sims yeah on the practice squad yeah, yeah. No, i forgot i forgot to mention that before that's all yeah i always liked yeah. him yeah 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 big kid big kid all uh right. with gable in alabama you know yep. um play special teams a little bit so all right dude week one we're tied zero zero sweet First game, Lions Chiefs tomorrow night, Chris. Mm. Who do you like? Chiefs, please. Yeah. Chiefs. Yeah, we're not going to bite any legs this week, Dan. Chiefs. All right. Now the Sunday ones begin the slate. Bengals at Browns. Who do you got? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go uh, with a Browns upset. Oh, look at you because it's week one or no? Or just- yeah, a little week one. Joe Burrow hasn't played all summer. Might turn it over a few times like they did last year in the opener. They lost the opener last year at home. Uh, I'm going to go with a Browns upset in Cleveland. I'm going to go Bengals on that one. Uh, Texans at Ravens. I'll go with Baltimore. Yeah, same. Uh, Buccaneers at Vikings. Vikings. Many. Yeah, home. Panthers at Falcons. Atlanta. Same. Cardinals at Commanders. Oh, Commanders. Cardinals win three games. I'll be surprised. I'm with you there, dude. Oh my god. I think Washington's going to be much better than people think, bro. I like I like Washington. Yeah, it's going to come down to like Sam Howell too. How much of an improvement he's going to be over Heineke? Uh, but they're talented everywhere else, dude. Talent, they're a talented team. Commanders, unfortunately, they're not going to be the whipping boy anymore for our division. They're going to be they're going to be relevant, unfortunately. Um, Jaguars at Colts, Chris. Uh, Jaguars. Same on the road. I'll go first on the next one. 49ers at Steelers. I'll go 49ers on the road. 
I'm going to go Pitt. That's a good one. I was actually thinking about it, but I'm going to have the stones to pull it off. Uh, <laughs> still 1 o'clock. Titans at Saints. I'll go Titans on the road. There you go. Uh, I was going to go with the Saints at Derek Clark. <laughs> there you go. Clark. There you go, stupid. <laughs> oh, uh, Hey, DeAndre Hopkins, baby. All right. 425, first game. Raiders at Broncos. I'm going to go Broncos at home. Sean Payton's first game. It wouldn't stun yeah, me. I'm going to go Raiders. Raiders. It wouldn't stun go. me if the Raiders won. <laughs> I'm going to go Raiders. 425, big game. Eagles at Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I hope to wing them, but I'm going to go with yeah, the Eagles. Same. Damn it. They can't Those... lose on Tom Brady Day, could they, though? I don't know. It would not stun me if the Eagles come out of the gate a little slow, but I yeah, got to go. They're so friggin' talented. Ugh, kills me, Eagles. Um, Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah. The Rams are another team. I don't know if they're going to win four games either, man. Yeah, same. Dolphins at Chargers. Yeah, good game, yeah. Huh? Good yeah, game. Really good game. Uh, you want me to go with you? I'll go first. I'm going to go with Dolphins on the road. Okay, I'll go with the Chargers at home. All right. But if we listen to this podcast, we get a lot different. This could be ugly early. Packers at Bears. Oh, I like that one. Bears at home. All those years of losing to Aaron Rodgers, and now Justin Fields has some weapons. Justin Fields will be very popular in the fantasy world this year, I have a feeling. Yeah. Um, Bears at home. Yeah, I like the Bears, too. I think the Bears were a tough one. And then Monday night, before we get to our game, Monday night, Bills at Jets. Mm-hmm. So it's Monday night, September 11th. Yeah, it's obviously – means a lot to the to the New York area. So I'll go first. Okay, I want the Bills to win, obviously, but I just think I just think this is lined up for the Jets to win this game. I don't see how they're gonna lose this one. Yeah. Um, I like the Jets, so. Yeah. All right, dude. Most important. Sunday night, eight twenty, Eastern Standard Time. Cowboys visit MetLife. I'll go first because I think if you watch the video on YouTube with uh, a lot of the fans' predictions, again, guys, thanks for sending those in. We're going to have a lot of fun with that uh, this year. Um, saw my prediction. All right, look, I do think the Giants are going to win. It's going to be close for a bit, and I think the Giants are going to pull away. Um, I'm going with a big win, like a, like a 20-point victory here, guys. I'm, I feel very good. I almost feel too good about this game right now, which scares the crap out of me a little. But I'm going to go Giants in a big win, man. Let me give like, you the score. Uh, like a 34-14 type game? 37-13, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 37. I heard, you know, I, I saw the video before. I thought you said 20-13. to 13. Oh, 37-13. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big one. Yeah, I do. Can you, imagine, you Barry, can you imagine a statement to the rest of the league if the Giants did that Sunday night? Well, we'll see. What statement that would be, right? Yeah. Um. Look, I'm not going to go 20 points. I hope you're right, dude. You know, obviously, I hope you're right. I'm probably not, but go ahead. But I'll say that, man. But it's it, it's time to beat these guys. Yeah, it's time to beat these guys. Giants got they came out of this camp healthy, no big injuries. Yeah, no excuses. At home, catching Dallas early, Mike McCarthy calling the plays. All right, uh, fired up crowd, warm night. What more could you ask for, dude? Right? I have no idea. Giants, Daniel. Saquon, my boy Saquon, has the has the night. Giants twenty seven, Cowboys twenty. Uh, Giants control the clock. We do Saquon. Okay, Giants will get the Dak. Going to get him like three or four times. 
and they're going to get one strip sack, either Aziz or Kayvon. Nice. Love it. All right. Let's go. Loving specific specific stat statistics in there, Chris. Nice. To 27-20 um, Giants, and they'll be 1-0 and winning a division game and finally beating these guys, which seems like they haven't in a long, long time. Yeah. There you have it. Good stuff, buddy. Excellent. I can't wait. How psyched are you? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, you know what? Training camp, July, Jerry, it's like every day. It's like, oh, could we get – and then when it started getting closer, you know, you're talking to players and you could just feel that, you know, they're very yeah. happy to get this thing rolling, you know, too, yeah. man. Um, speaking with a few people the other day, it's like, all right, let's get this damn thing going, you know. Nice. Because um, the excitement around the team, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, just the excitement – with the additions, and just when you think the Ross has kind of settled down, Joe makes his splash move when I say is Simmons, right? Right. You know, I think people are so anxious to see how Wink uses him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's going to be all over. His comments were interesting about him. Um, I don't know if it was today or not, but it was, it was yeah. kind of, it was intriguing talk, when he was talking about him. Like he must have, he must see like roses when he sees Isaiah Simmons of what he can do with this guy. So I can't wait, man. Really can't. Yeah, no, he's going to use them all over. Yeah. He's going to use them all over, man. And uh, he, he, he can make an impact. You know? Yeah. Can't wait. Uh-oh. He can make an impact. Enjoy the game. Chris will be tweeting as usual from the press box. And then uh, I will be, like I said, guys, I'll host a watch party on YouTube. Look out for that. going to send an invite to that or a link to it rather. Uh, before the game, you'll see it on our Twitter account. And then we'll go from there and we'll see how it goes. If it's fun, we'll keep doing it. If they win, we'll, we'll keep doing it. And it's positive feedback. We'll, uh, we'll do it again. Um, anything else, bud? No. Enjoy, everybody. The regular season's here. It should be a lot of fun. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. Um, we will see you next week. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Enjoy. <laughs>